What's happening, folks? Welcome back to another episode of Trill Temple. You know, this shit is fun. This shit is fun. I'm having a good time. And that's important because I honestly wasn't going to teach y'all nothing else. I was done. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of interesting manifestations has been, have been happening. And I'm starting to see the energy become physicality. And I'm like, wow, it's blowing my mind. And a friend of mine who has been witness to this shit, it was like, wow, I'm excited to see what you teach next time you come back to social media. And it was funny because I didn't feel like it. I didn't want to come back and say nothing to y'all because it doesn't feel like people listen. So why would I waste my time talking out loud when I can just teach myself? You know, so I just kept teaching myself. But then I figured out that it's never about y'all and it shouldn't be about y'all. It shouldn't be about trying to teach y'all or trying to get y'all to grow. It should be about me and how much fun I'm having while I'm kicking this monk shit. So now that's what the fuck I do. I kick this monk shit and I have a good time doing it because I fucking love it. That brings us to today's sermon. I actually decided to ask the folks on Instagram, like, what y'all, what y'all out there thinking of? What y'all trying to hear from? What y'all trying to kick, uh, hear about? And our first, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. Our first uh, suggestion, I guess you could say is following your bliss, your joy, versus the laid-out plan by designed by society and the importance of play from Alex. And the funny thing about Alex is we have very, very similar charts, like fire sun, fire moon, think she's a Leo moon, Gemini rising, and it's very, very... uh soulmate I guess you could say. And, you know, there's more than one soulmate, of course, but that, that correlation there. All right, what was I going to start off? Uh, following your bliss and your joy. So, first of all, understand that following your bliss is how you follow spirit's call. Spirit is a pure positive energy. So, of course, it will guide you by talking to you through your energy. And once you're feeling those joyous Feelings of anything from dancing, singing, whatever the fuck it is, and you follow them, you notice you feel better or good things happen to you. Now, it's not ideal from society's eyes to follow your bliss because you can't directly see a path through from go moving from your bliss to a safe and secure lifestyle like money or something. Like you couldn't see a secure path of dancing to money or poetry to money. Well, at least not back in the day when my parents were young. It was about get your job and do your thing. However, spirit can see way more than your ego ego can see. Like right now, I can see these walls, the shit outside the window, the ceiling and the floor. But I can't see if somebody in Japan is like, damn, man, I wish I had a spiritual advisor and is ready and is like looking for me right now so I can train them and shit, you know, so... That's how spirit works. And when you just move in the direction of your bliss, spirit shows you those opportunities. However, if you're caught up in the societal blueprint of doing what the fuck somebody else told you to do because you don't have the ego strength to do your own thing, you're not going to run into those opportunities. That's why I, I, I'll I, never say don't do something, but I always say you need to follow your heart because a lot of people end up going to college and end up doing all this fucking schooling for years and years and years when spirit really wanted them to be out in the world and experiencing and growing that way. Now, there are no wrong moves, but 
there are moves that feel better and feel worse. If you're in school struggling and sacrificing and having headaches about trying to pass your classes and you're scared you're going to fail, that's suffering. And that's going to lead to more suffering because that's the energy you put off for so long. And then we have people who are in student debt, people who are going out trying to get jobs and their, their fucking diplomas ain't worth shit no more. Whereas me personally, I'm not going to sit here and say there's, there's, there's like no societal stability like on paper i'm not shit i suck you know but that's according to society in the spiritual realm to spirit i'm amazing and i'm because i i kept my inner child alive the whole fucking time and of course you can do this and be in the societal blueprint but when you just disregard all that shit and have your own adventure, you're fulfilling that childlike need for newness, for curious, for, for, for you to learn about new things and go into these curious fits and just start researching and learn your own shit and not being forced to learn shit with your entire life in the balance. That's really what it is. If you fail your classes, you can't get a job and you're fucked. So they really have people by the balls, that fearful, those fearful balls, just crushing those balls. And the whole thing with having an experience outside of that, if you can come to terms with uncertainty, you'll see that spirit always has a path for you if you're following your bliss. Spirit is always working on something, whether you're working on something or not. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest things you can work on is your energy so spirit can match you up with the shit that's vibrating on your energy. You know, it can match you up with the blessings that it's waiting to give you and that kind of thing. So I think I'm um, good on that. But and the importance of play—that's the same thing. Being in your in your be, playing around, being in that childlike mood—it gives off that good energy, which brings back that good energy. And of course, the energy going in and out—it has to accumulate. It has to become something physical eventually. So every second you spend playing is some time you spend pretty much pouring. Water into a blessings cup. And at some point, that shit going to overflow. And then you're going to have actual physical blessings coming in. It might be you seeing puppies or babies or whatever the fuck you enjoy seeing just because. You might be making some money. Abundance happens in all kinds of ways. And the key is to just be open to good shit happening to you. Be open to miracles. Expect miracles. And remember that your mood is what affects your miracles. All right. I think that's enough for that one. All right, thank you, Alex, for that question. Then we have uh, Dina, I believe, and she actually sent me her book a while back, and she's talking about astral travel. I'm going to say I don't know shit about that. I just know that it's it's energy stuff, spiritual sexual union. I think any spiritual sexual union is one where it's not two people that need each other's bodies. To feel good. It's two people who understand that they are both spirit. And they understand that sex sex is for an experience. A shared experience. A collaborative creation. And not for anything else. It's basically like play. It's like you're playing around as long as you're not like dependent on this person. Like there's no codependency. There's no weird shit going on within that, that connection. But... That's really what it is. It's two people who know who they are and aren't using each other as emotional crutches 
through sex. That's what that is to me. Uh, co-create, a manifesting co-creation, that's pretty much like you following your bliss and the people who, who can help you, but you don't know they can help you, are suddenly there in your path to help you. So if I need like somebody to do something for me, I wouldn't go out looking for this motherfucker. I would just say, I would just tap into the feeling of what it would be like either when I find this person, which is a specific manifesting technique, or I would go general and just go like, you know what? Spirit got answers for me. That's my favorite one because it's very general. It's not specific because when you go specific, you're trying to put the pieces together before you have all the pieces. And some people, most people, they get frazzled by that. But if I just say spirit got all the pieces, I know this for a fact. It's very clear. It makes me, it gives me relief and satisfaction knowing that I'm being supported. And I just let that, let things process and proceed as they will. And things come together. So when it comes to manifesting collaboration, you allow things to happen for you. Know what you, know your outcome Know the feelings of the outcome, which is good feelings. Stay in those good feelings. Expect solutions. Of course, if you get an idea to reach out to somebody, like these people had the idea to respond to the question that I uh, uh, gave me some questions, do that because you never know what they're looking for or who they're looking for or what they're trying to do. And y'all might just have something in common and get it, get something popping. Let's see what's up. Uh, destiny, you create your own destiny. I think the main thing that's like set is the personality stuff. And I don't mean like the negative parts, but the the energy parts. Like for me, I'm an Aries son. I'm always going to be out out like an Aries. Ah, like I want to be like that all the time. It's always going to be that. That's what's set in stone. That energy is set in stone. It's, it can change how I present that energy. I might go from presenting like a fucking volcano to presenting like a laser, like explosive to precise. But that's the main underlying energy that I'm dealing with with my destiny. So that's what I believe it is. But as far as accomplishments, I don't think the exact accomplishments are set in stone. I will say that success is inevitable if you allow it to be. Um, alignment. Okay, so she says alignment and then healing. But I'm going to tie those together because... When you're in alignment, which is you're embodying the spirit in the flesh, you are allowing for yourself to be cleansed on an energetic level, which always translates to a physical level. So right now, let's, I have an injury in my hip, but spiritually, there is no injury. Like energetically, there is no injury. The injury is a part of my physical. So when I embody my energetic, that is being taken care of. But in order to embody the energetic, I have to trust that I am energy first. I'm always whole. I've never been broken. This is just, this injury is only a reflection of energy I was holding on to. Then it became a physical manifestation. But I can restore myself to my energetic portion by focus. If I focus on the problem and keep on trying to fix the problem, which is very difficult because I like to work out, I can't 
come into a solution or take longer to come into a solution. If I was just like, didn't give a fuck and just wasn't trying to work out, I would never, I would feel it less. But because I feel it so much, I really have to tailor my thoughts and not try so hard to fix it. I have to really allow for the information to come to me, the different exercises, the different stretches and that kind of thing. And for other things where you might have something where it's just less, you're less able to fuck with it. Like let's say you get an illness in your body or something like that. Then it comes down to letting go of trying to do so much and just allowing you for your body to come back into equilibrium. And you do that for your energy by feeling good about the outcome before you actually have a physical outcome. Because once you start thinking about the outcome, you have an imagination outcome and everything starts in your imagination. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. So it starts by believing in your wholeness, believing that spirit has answers for you and will help you to take care of these things. And I've had situations where I was detached enough from my ailments that I was able to relieve them within, I want to say, hours. The meditation was only like 30 minutes, but it's it can happen fast. You just have to be able to detach yourself from the negative feelings about your pain and understand that it's really your body working to bring itself back into equilibrium. And that's when you can be like, you know what? Spirit is working on me right now. Spirit spirit got this. Spirit is helping me with this. Okay. So we've got one more. La Mira Mira XOXO. Her real name not on here, but we, we if you listen to this, you're going to know that I talked about your, uh, your suggestion. And the suggestion, you're talking about self-sabotage. It's a good one. Self-sabotage. I think the biggest... The biggest thing that we're using for self-sabotage is our ego. Because we relate so much to it, we get stuck on what we see and we stop having faith and focusing on adjusting how we feel. The biggest thing about self-sabotage is sabotaging your emotions. When you're doing shit that you hate to do and you have feelings about it that you hate, you have feelings about it, like like hateful feelings about it, that's what I was trying to say, that's sabotaging yourself. Anytime you let your emotions go sour and just let your shit sit in a negative spot, you're sabotaging yourself. You have to remember every thought and feeling creates. Okay, you're thinking a negative thought, it's creating something. You're thinking a positive thought, it's creating something. Most of us get so caught up in feeling negative, in being petty, in holding grudges, in getting stuck in the past, in holding the victim mentality. we, We fuck ourselves because that energy has to come back for you. And most people are so justified in their anger they won't let go of the shit that's happened to them. But you have to. You can be justified as you want. But as long as you feel like shit, feel a negative anger, frustration, upset, whatever it is, you're creating that more of that for yourself in your reality, therefore sabotaging your own shit. Okay? That's what self-sabotage is. It's not 
taking charge of how, of where you're focusing your thoughts. It's not being aware of how you're feeling in the moment. It's not adjusting how you're feeling in the moment once you feel aware of how you're feeling in the moment. It's just letting yourself ruminate on negative shit. It's letting yourself get into those negative conversations with other people just because they're your friends, just because they y'all gossiping and shit, and letting that negative energy, even though you know all this spiritual shit, you just letting that shit get on you. you yeah, that's self-sabotage. And it hits you even harder because you fucking know better. Hmm. Self-sabotage. Feeding your mind negative shit. Um, most people cannot indulge in bullshit and not be affected. People watching reality shows and shit, that kind of drama and shit, that's an attraction to drama. You want that kind of bullshit. You feel excited for that shit. And that shit shows up when you are reacting if you're not really grounded as you think you are. And most people are not. Most motherfuckers are not who they believe themselves to be, you know? And that's funny because at the highest level, they really are that, but they believe themselves to be something bigger, but it's under spirit. They believe themselves to be bigger because of their egos, you know? And it's even a, a spiritual ego thing, like ego, spiritual, some wild shit that I have to get into later on. Cause, but I, right now, I got to shut it down because it's running kind of long. It's almost 17 minutes. I try to keep it under, you know, this ain't real church. This is Trill Temple. We ain't gonna be here for hours and hours and hours because ain't nobody paid me to be here for hours and hours and hours. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for your questions. Alex, uh, Dina, La Mira Mira. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for uh, indulging. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.